Hello everyone and welcome to episode 236 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. Video games are happening, Matt, and I like all of them that I have played recently. Uh, I... Hmm. I want to be able to say that, but there's an ending to one that I played recently that we'll get into. <laughs> I, I have some th- some thoughts about. For a second, in my brain, I was like, "Oh no, do you not like Mario Wonder?" And then he said the ending, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I have some thoughts. I have some. Yeah, thoughts. I I bet. Um, but <laughs> it's a it's a relatively light news week, which, to be honest, I am okay with because. This week, I would rather spend more time talking about the hot new releases that came out and then end the podcast to continue playing those hot new releases. Mm, so, yes, yes. Uh, I I am okay with that. So I guess I can get into the very little bit of news that there is right off the bat. Uh, the one that everyone on Earth probably heard about is that the Activision Blizzard slash King merger uh, with Microsoft, their acquisition went through. Um, so that is official. Uh, people already were asking Phil Spencer, like, when's that shit coming to Game Pass? And he said, wow, it's a little too soon for that. <laughs> How about sometime in 2024, probably? And yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I don't know. They had to expect that's the first thing people are going to ask. No, I know. But it's just funny. Like the day after the merger, like it's oh, yeah. coming tomorrow. Like, no, it's going to take mm-hmm. a little bit longer than that. I feel uh but yeah so they basically said like yeah 2024 start to expect that stuff coming i expect it wouldn't take more than a couple months probably um but yeah that that is uh that's something that went through and do you think that could be the end of call of duty campaigns at that point it could be yeah because if it's just like it's always going to be on game pass then like i don't know if they're even going to bother yeah uh the other thing though was Phil Spencer said, hey, if any Activision slash Blizzard studios would like to revisit old IP that is owned by us, Mm -hmm. we would be open to that. And I said, in my brain, wow, what if we could free Vicarious Visions from Call of Duty and let them fucking make the remaster of Tony Hawk three and four that i crave you know what i keep thinking about manny voodoo vents all the time yes yeah I, okay <laughs> uh, i think uh, a guitar hero live yeah i think i think that was ahead of its time it i think if, if you put that out today i think you would have way more people on board with what it was yeah i think that's true and i think with game pass that makes that like a more I don't know. Like it makes more sense. Yeah. I, I, I really think like, cause it is just like, it was just like that subscription service of you just like pick a radio station and then you just play whatever's playing. And then it, if you wanted to pay for like the night or whatever, then you get like the entire album. It just like that. I think that my model would work now where it just didn't make sense in 2015. So like, I, I think that could be a possibility. Yeah. I, I like that would be a cool thing, but I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just in general, like, it's one of those things where I constantly lament the fact that every good Activision studio, despite the fact that they put out sick bangers in the past couple years, their reward was going to Call of Duty prison. 
so like i don't know man like i i think it would be really cool to be able to have more spyro more crash bandicoot like if they let them continue to make tony hawk oh my god that would be tight you know what i'm saying hear me out manny yeah you 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 spin you bring vicarious visions back and then they could make like banjo kazooie you could, but you know what would be the ultimate great thing to come out of this? I know, t- Tony Hawk. I know. No, right. I was going to say oh. Microsoft exclusive Crash Bandicoot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, is Crash Bandicoot coming to the PlayStation? No, 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 no. No, sorry. No. Can't. Can't do that. <laughs> no more. So that's like my ultimate wish because. The like weird super Sony freaks would get so upset about that, and it would be really funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, t- I mean, it, my personal wish though, Tony Hawk would be uh, what I would want, but I do think Guitar Hero is a pretty cool that would be neat. I would uh, really but yeah, I'm f- in full agreement. Like, let's get it, let's get Tony Hawk three and four. It just I, it doesn't make sense, dude. That game sold like super well, it just came out on Switch and Steam. Mm-hmm. Like last week, I think. Oh, if it just came out on Steam, then they they just printed a ton of money. Oh, yeah, because I think it was an Epic exclusive, but it's like twenty bucks, I think, yeah, for the just... launch week or something. Like, holy fuck, that's sick. Um, but yeah, it just came out on Switch too. I don't know what that's like. It's probably like okay, I guess. But yeah, I yeah, damn dude, Activision Blizzard. It could be some cool things on the horizon for them if Microsoft like lets them do things that aren't their current terrible trajectory yeah. actually that's not, i can't say that apparently diablo 4's uh second season like fixed most of what people were upset about with that game now so, well that's good so. yeah i don't know apparently it just started season two apparently people say it's like super awesome now i'm just trying to think of like what has really activision like just Activision, what have they released recently? Oh, like that were just hit? Call of Duty. Like I, I, I literally think that any interesting studio they had, they they were they, the ones they that did that. Call of Duty. They did that Avium, right? Oh, Immortals of, Immortals Avium. of Avium. Yes, and that was because there was like some venture capitalist was like, I want to fund a game, and like just funded that. Oh, okay. I believe. I also believe that game bombed. Yeah, I don't. It it seemed okay. Yeah, it seemed okay. It seemed like an old school like PlayStation early PlayStation Three area B game, which like there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's just that's not what most people are looking for. I feel like no, that 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 probably found a very small audience that was into that game, but most people were like, that's just a. It just looks so generic to me. Yeah. Uh, in line with Microsoft news, because they own Bethesda, uh, Pete Hines has been at Bethesda forever, basically 24 years. He is retiring. So uh, we're not going to see any more Pete Hines at the Bethesda press conferences, probably. Which I think he did a good job in that role of like trying to hype up their franchises and like be out there on stage like saying shit about their games. I. He- yeah, when I think back, I don't think he ever had any like gaffes. I mean, he just he no, went out yeah. and did it, did his job and did it well. So yeah, uh, and I mean, he was like part of their like publishing arm, so he probably was instrumental in setting up shit like uh, Wolfenstein and Doom and stuff. So Ugh. so that's that's neat. Uh, I mean, 
good for him. He's retiring. It seems to be one of those things where it's just like, you know, sometimes people retire, not like any like horrific behind the scenes action or anything. Just no, some some people are like, hey, this is a stressful job. I have a lot of money. I can yeah. just stop doing this and live the rest of my life and be happy. Mm-hmm. And I, I I probably would do that, too, if I was in his position. Yeah. Um, and the last like real news article on here is that uh, Paradox, a uh, publisher known for uh, turn-based strategy games, um, they had bought the studio Hairbrain Schemes several years ago. And Hairbrain Schemes licensed from the company that owns Battletech, Battletech. And they put out Battletech several years ago. And everyone loved that game that played it. They were like, man, I love Max. Battletech is sick. This is a great strategy game. Um, apparently, I, I learned this very recently, Harebrained pitched Battletech 2, which makes sense because it was successful and people liked it. And apparently Paradox said, no, you can't make Battletech 2 because they wanted to focus on their own IPs and not have to license things like Battletech. And so that is why Hairbrain Schemes just put out their new games like three weeks ago um, called Lamplighters League, which is basically like a turn-based strategy game uh, that's like... It's like XCOM. like uh... Yeah, but like Indiana Jones vibes too. Yes, yes. Um, and... Uh, the first week the game came out, Paradox put out a statement saying, hey, dog, this game is dead in the water. We're writing this off as a loss first week before anyone even gets a chance to try it, really. Um, and apparently the week in the weeks before the game came out, they laid off like a large portion of the Hairbrain Schemes team, like before the Lamplighters League even came out. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where it's like, wow, that sucks for them. Um, and then they put out a statement this past week saying that they are letting harebrain schemes become independent uh, as of January 1st, 2024, which like kind of sucks still because a lot of their staff was laid off. But right. maybe now that they're independent, they could try to hire those people back. But I would bet that they will try to license Battletech to make a new Battletech game. Uh, because that was what was their last successful game and they did a good job at it. Um, and I bet I can't think of the company that owns Battletech, uh, but they probably would fund the development of that game. Uh, anyways, uh, that is a really weird, it's just a weird thing. A paradox because they own, they made Lamplighters League, they still will retain the rights to that, but. Yeah, that's another weird one to me. Like that's like when Square let uh, IO go, right? After making Hitman, like it's just like a really weird thing. I don't know because I feel like if they had let them make BattleTech, it would have been a way better thing for both studios. But yeah, I I dabbled a little bit with Lamplighters League. It seemed kind of cool, but I, there's just so many other games. I was like, I got to put this very far on my back burner. Yeah, but I think that's like even with the Game Pass deal, they still were like, nah, this shit's a loss. Week one. It, it, yeah. Well, just, you know, maybe don't release it when like all the big video games are coming out. If 
that also is fair. But I, from what I saw, people who played it were like, no, nah, it's pretty cool. But like, yeah. maybe give people more than a week to try it before you're like, nah, this shit failed. As I said, not when like all these other huge video games come out. Like, of course, yours is going to get pushed to pushed on back back the burner. You know, like so yeah, many- it's also just like. But my thing is like that's just like that's not the way to get more people to try your game over the course of time. No, no. <laughs> oh, God. that just sounds like they didn't have any faith in it no. at any point, and they they are just like. They just wanted that gone and just like don't they don't want to worry about that studio anymore. Yeah, it's just so fucking weird because it's like that seems like the worst possible way to sell your new product is to be mm-hmm. like, wow, this shit was a loss. Like, at least wait a little bit, man. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Uh, and then the final one here, uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2 was delayed till November 7th. I believe it was supposed to come out uh, this Friday. Um, which is weird because they only announced the release date two weeks ago. So like, why, why, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, why not just be like, let's make sure not delay. It's just so fucking stupid. Um, but because of that delay, everyone is getting a free Patrick skin. Uh, I'm sure it is from some famous SpongeBob moment. He's like wearing 3d glasses. I have not seen whatever episode that is from. Um, so yeah, that's an interesting one. And I guess the last one I didn't put on here, they announced who the new voice of Mario is. And it's really funny because I wish I could remember the guy's name. They linked to his Twitter and he has like 4,000 followers. Okay. <laughs> like, it's just like some guy. And you like, you look mm. at his tweets and they're all just like about playing video games. <laughs> like semi-recent ones and it just it looks like if i was the voice of mario is what it okay. looks like when you go to his profile like nothing about it says like ah yes it's me professional voice actor like i am like nintendo sponsored like it just looks like a guy it's really that's, funny to me that's crazy so Good that's incredible that's incredible yeah he's probably gonna make fucking the bank and get mad famous now. But yeah, I he, was going to say he's going to have a lot more followers. <laughs> I'm sure he already has more than 4,000. Yeah, that was like when I f- first came out, I like clicked the thing and I was like, how do people know this is the guy? Like, are we, did someone just say like, ah, this is him. <laughs> and like everybody ran with it, but Nintendo said it. So I was like, oh, okay. This wasn't just like some weird investigative journalism or something. Uh so yeah, the Wonder Mario Wonder is his first performance as Mario. I it, I don't think it said he was Luigi or anyone else, so I don't I don't know, but uh, the little bit I played Mario Wonder, he seemed fine. Yeah, I didn't totally. Really I mean, I don't so. yeah, whatever. I was Peach, so I don't know. Okay, yeah. He's not Peach. No. I but would I, not guess that. I do like that every time you start a level, she says Peach time, and you're like, "Whoa." Peach time. Uh, anyways, that's all the news, really. Um, not a lot going on because games are happening. They're here and they're happening. Yes. <sighs> uh, I will start with what I have been playing, I guess, because okay. this coming Friday, Alan Wake 2 comes out. And mm. it seems like it's going to be fucking sick. Uh, and I said to myself, well, I never played Alan Wake 1. Should I buy Alan Wake Remastered? And the answer was I didn't need to because apparently it was on PlayStation Plus at one point and I had it already. Thank you so I decided to play it. Did you ever play Alan Wake, the first one? 
I dabbled with it a little bit. I didn't play through the whole thing. Oh, it's a 360 game, baby. Yeah. Like you. Uh, yeah. Well, so I, did you play the original or the remastered? The the original. Oh God. Yeah. I looked at comparative screenshots of what that looked like to the remastered version. The remastered version doesn't even look that good, in my opinion. But it looks infinitely better than what it looked like on 360. Yeah, I which I don't care about the graphics. <laughs> well, it just the character models, it's like really funny how sure. fucking just worlds apart they look, even though this doesn't look like a modern game by any any stretch. Uh, I beat this um, Friday night. It took me, well, Thursday night. This is, I Basically, I was in the final chapter, like probably like a half hour from the end when I went to go pick up Mario and Spider-Man at midnight and then i came back and while spider-man was installing i finished uh alan wake remastered wait um, where'd you pick him up i'm curious uh, gamestop oh they had they had midnight releases for those games hell yeah baby wow i can't i can't believe they still do that that is shocking to me yeah wow. um, there was well the gamestop i went to is probably gonna close soon it was me and four other people but well, that's why I'm just shocked that they paid someone to like hand out five games. Well, no, but like down at the at the one in Vestal, like every midnight release that store is full, like to capacity. Oh, and really? It, it, yeah, every time, and it's like maybe it's because it's closer to a, the college, but yeah, every time there was a midnight release there in the past like six years, that place has been packed. Wow, so. I, I'm just shocked that there's still that many people buying physical, yeah. like just like buying physical and buying it, like needing it then, you know. Just... Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I I played Alan Wake and it was I liked it. Um, I I get why people were like weirdly conflicted about it when it came out, because I do think that the plot is like pretty interesting and like everything that's going on is interesting. The combat kind of sucks a little bit. Uh, like, it's fine, but it happens too often and is not fun enough. And what's weird to say about that is the game took me 10 hours. So, like, <laughs> when and pretty much immediately you're like, I'm over the combat, that's not a good sign. And I, I'm guessing they made it better in the remastered version. That they was a huge not. reason. They did not. No, uh, it is not bad. changed. It basically just runs at 60 frames a second. Oh, um, that's really sad. So, like, I, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, the, the combat is weird. You shine the flashlight on the darkness guys, and then eventually they will be able to be hurt. Generally, if they're like a regular ass guy, they will take three pistol shots to kill, two if you get a headshot, um, and then the big guys would take six pistol shots. There are only like two other weapons there's a hunting rifle and a regular shotgun or a pump action shotgun the regular shotgun only has two bullets in the chamber and it is pretty good the pump action one is weird because it has like a fuckload of bullets in the chamber but like just kind of seems worthless overall because why not just use the pistol Right. Uh, and then you also get a flare gun. Um, the flare gun is basically like an instant kill on anything, but you don't get a lot of bullets on that. And then there's like there's flashbang grenades that will kill most things and then flares that you can like throw down in front of you to get extra light on the guys and that way they won't come at you. Uh, the, ma the main thing is just like it's kind of frustrating, the combat, because like 
while it's not super difficult, I was playing on normal. I, I assume on easy, it's like they take less hits or something. Um, but like sometimes the camera will just be really weird. And like if the guys get up on you, you're supposed to like push L1 to dodge. And like what would often happen is if you're being overwhelmed by guys, you'll dodge into a different hit mm. in slow motion and then just like die. Uh, which is annoying. It's not that big a deal because the game checkpoints like pretty frequently. Um, like anytime you're in like a light area or like underneath a street light, which is like very often at checkpoints and it says on the screen like, oh, you checkpointed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think overall it's cool. I, I like the plot. I guess now that I have played it, I understand why Alan is the way he is in Alan Wake 2. Um, there are two DLC episodes that apparently continue the plot. Uh, they're like an hour and a half a piece. So I will probably play those before I start Alan Wake two. Now um, those are part of control or is that something separate? Nope. That's something separate. Uh, <laughs> of course it is. So these, yeah. it's basically like for Alan Wake, they put out, uh, the main game is six episodes, quote unquote, which that's what took me the 10 hours. And then for DLC later, they put out, I think one is called The Writer and the other one's The Signal. But basically they continued the story of Alan Wake. And I don't know if those were free or if they cost money. I don't remember at the time. Um, but then it's weird because there was a separate standalone game that was also part of his like afterwards called American Nightmare, which they did not release in the remaster for some reason. So I guess I will have to watch that on YouTube if I actually care about it. I... I didn't watch the video they just put out called last time on Alan Wake, which probably actually explains all this because I was in the middle of playing the game and it's like, well, I don't want it to just spoil the ending. Right. Uh, which I, it would be fine to watch now. Um, but it's a, yeah, two or three minute video that basically is last time on Alan Wake. And I mean, you could probably get the gist of it from that video, you know, I bet that video's in the game. Hopefully, but either way, I mean, you'll definitely get the gist of it from that video. This plot's not okay. that complex at all. Like, so it's not like Control, where it's like I still don't understand what that story is about. Like, I cannot. Uh, well, so the ending of Alan Wake okay. would be like that, I guess, okay. except okay. for the part where Alan Wake Two exists. So then you can immediately infer what happened. Okay. Uh, also, I think they explain it more in the two DLC episodes. So. Um, that won't be that big a deal. But yeah, the plot is interesting. Like if people have watched Twin Peaks before, it's like very much that kind of like weird small town vibes going on. Um, a lot of Stephen King references. And I have been looking into Alan Wake and the Control universe recently. The books Alan Wake wrote are called Alex Casey. I believe that in their new universe, because they technically can't like use Max Payne. I believe Alex Casey is Max Payne. Oh, in their like universe now. Um, because that's like his character was case uh, Alex Casey. And when they talk about Alex Casey, like he's just literally, it's a plot of Max Payne basically. Um, so I think that's interesting. And I have seen some people saying like, well, so now all their games are connected except quantum break. And I saw people being like, what if they like go deeper into the quantum break part of it and Alan Wake too. And I thought that was really funny. So maybe because they do like, it is Alan Wake two is very tied into control. Like there is, there are control agents in the game and stuff. So 
Oh man, that game's gonna be awesome. And like the fuck, I think the janitor from Control oh, no. is is, all, is also oh, in shit. Alan Wake too. So like, I'm fucking ready, dude. Yeah, that, oof, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I think that game's gonna be fucking sick. Like, I I'm very excited, and so that's why I played Alan Wake Remastered. I'll play those two DLC episodes. Uh, people said they're fine, and that's you know. How are you gonna do this before the game comes out? Uh, I'll be done with Spider-Man in like a day. Or How? Oh my god! <laughs> Spider-Man's right. not that long. It's okay. You and I are gonna t- have different experiences with Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So tell me how you feel about the brilliant, brilliant ending of Final Fantasy 16. Okay. I. Uh, let me collect my thoughts, Manny, because all right. So first off, I do want to praise the ending of this game. I think the ending, like the final boss sequences and just like everything that kind of happened and just I think they did a fantastic job with the ending. I also I this is going to sound so weird, but the entire time playing this game, I just kept thinking, man, they made objectively one of the best looking characters I've seen in a video game. And that's Clive. Mm, What? I don't agree with that, but really? uh, Yeah, he's just like super generic. Really? Okay. Yeah, like, I mean, he just looks like a Final Fantasy character. I, I guess I just haven't played many Final Fantasy games, but I'm just like, wow, he he's a very handsome man in this game. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's all Final Fantasy characters, baby. He just is, like, he is weirdly more generic than most Final Fantasy characters, too, I feel like. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, <laughs> that's not the part I'm upset about. No? You're not excited <laughs> no. about playing as a handsome man? What do you mean? No, oh my god. I can't believe, like, I get through this entire fucking game that the post-credits happened. And, like, what was that? the point of this scene? All of a sudden, just, like, I'm going to spoil this, because, like, I, people need to know. Because, uh, <laughs> like, this just... Oh. So, like, you play through the entire fucking game. Oh, God. You play through this entire fucking game. There are so many points where you're just wasting your time doing absolutely nothing. And then, like, you play through the whole thing. You see the credits. And then just, like, all of a sudden, two little boys are just playing. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, this time, let's pretend to. And it's basically they're just going to pretend to play what happened in Final Fantasy 16, basically saying, hey, what you did means nothing. It was just two little boys playing fantasy. And it like, why, man, why would they think this is a good ending? Like, why would they think this is a good ending? Well, because they, they watched the ending of Mass Effect 3 and they said, tell me a story of the shepherd. (laughs) And then they made this. I think this is worse than that. I do. I do too. I yes, objectively, <laughs> I think I somehow I think it is. Even though I fucking hate that ending. I'm not uh, saying Mass Effect Three ending is no, good. no, no, I'm no. I that specific part of the Mass Effect Three ending, I was just like, yeah. shut the fuck up with uh-huh. this. Uh, which I said the same thing about this. I just like I audibly was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And it's one of those things where like I I think I did not enjoy the ending of this game as much as you did at all. Like I already was like pretty down on the whole second. Well, let's say everything after the tutorial or the prologue of this game. Okay. Uh, in terms of like plot. 
So it was like I wanted the game to be over at a certain point because, like you said, I, the parts where the low points are like low to oh, me. Yeah, like it's rough. I, I, it has like the like you do these super cool fucking cinematic battles, and then it's like, what if you just did the world's most mindless fetch quests for like two hours? And you're like. <laughs> Who the fuck thought this was a good idea? And so uh-huh. by the end, I was just like outside of the combat. I was like, I'm ready for this to be done, you know? And like, I the ending was like, fine, I think. Uh, and then it gets to that part. And I was just like, how, how could you? How could you make this uh-huh. the ending of this fucking uh-huh. game? Like, you might as well have just like punched me in the nuts instead. <laughs> and it would have been a more satisfying ending than whatever the fuck this is. It was a slap in the face too. Yeah, all it the just it's like it's that. so I fucking can't stand when things do that. It's uh, like you just wasted all your time doing nothing. That's just what it felt like to me. I just thought. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, in your brain you could just cut that part out and it's like, you know, that's the But like deep down you're like, it's secretly two little boys playing. Yeah. Deep down, you'll oh my god! I'm not kidding you. I when I saw that, I closed the game and deleted it from my PlayStation. Can you imagine being two little boys that age, and you're like, "Yeah, man, this is the part where Barnabas (laughs) is with his naked mom." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, Uh, I deleted it from mine, not because of the ending, because I needed space. Well, I was like. I was pretty much done with it, but at that yeah. point, I was like, I, I'm officially done with this. I'm not going to go back and even touch this again, so. Yeah. Oh, I just. Uh, it was, was one of those things where I remember reading a lot of articles and reviews about that game where they were like, yeah, I didn't really like the story that much, but I loved the combat, which was like my, Mm -hmm. which was my thing as well. And they were like, yeah, and then I couldn't fucking wait to get back in on new game plus with like the extra abilities and shit and go again. And I was like, nothing about that ending made me want to immediately go back in and play more. Forget the ending. It's the, two three hours like cool things happen and then like yeah. two three hours of just nothing i don't want to do those two three hours no, of yeah like again. i if i could skip those sure but you cannot right if you want to give me a condensed like 10 hour version of that game i will happily do a new game plus yeah and so it's one of those things where it's like they're gonna put out dlc for this i really hope that they just are like super sick combat and action set pieces in it but i don't know i yeah i don't know i don't know if i need more i feel like i got enough of that combat that i don't necessarily need a lot more of it you know yeah i i guess it depends what it is because the lost if they if it is just like you fight leviathan i will probably play and buy that but um yeah i don't know i i agree with you though that ending is like fairly whack uh the the very end anyways It was just like, it's just so shocking that like, that has to be, who, do you know who the lead writer is of this game? Not that it necessarily matters. Uh, I do not know. I just remember that uh, Yoshida was the like director overall, but that he probably didn't have a lot to do with the writing, I would guess. I just feel like that's got to be like, however the writing process goes for these games, like that's one of those, like everybody else was like, we don't know. That's a terrible ending. Like whoever was in the lead, just like vetoed everyone was like, Nope, I've always (laughs) wanted to do this. I've always wanted to write a story that ended this way. 
and everyone because I, I just imagine being a writer and just be like fuck that's terrible and there's nothing <laughs> to do to stop it <laughs> you know well it's also <laughs> just one of those weird things because like other final fantasy games don't end like that right right so right. like yeah it's just it's a weird it's weird it's yeah. just like this sad attempt at trying to be deep and instead it's just it just comes off as so cheesy yeah. i don't know but anyway um after that I found myself just kind of in a position because I beat that last weekend and I was like, okay, I could go back to Assassin's Creed, but I don't want to like start playing Assassin's Creed and then stop because like basically I'm just sitting around waiting for Mm Spider-Man. So then I just kind of ended up playing um, Forza Motorsport and NHL. Uh, NHL, I've been kind of tweaking here and there and I have been having a lot more fun with that. That's all I really have to say about that. Uh, But Forza Motorsport, I had a lot of fun playing through... uh, through this game uh, little by little i've been just kind of taking off the training wheels uh just uh, earlier today i took off the uh the driving line Ooh. so that's been yeah that's been a big challenge of just kind of like because now i have to just break on my own and i also have given myself the rule of only one rewind per race uh just because i don't want to just use that as a crutch constantly so yeah i mean that makes sense i guess uh, so, uh, just little by little, I am kind of, I do find myself getting better at the game and I, I am enjoying it. The one thing I really like is it's not about winning. It's just about like, kind of just like racing and driving. It feels like more realistic in that sense, because like, if you, if you actually follow racing, like you rarely are going to be the person who's always winning it. So I, I don't like this just kind of feels more realistic where I just like, I don't have to win the event to move on. All I have to do is just kind of race the events and like they're completed. Uh, so what I've been doing is I've just been like, you can kind of pick your position where you want to start. I pick all the way in the back because where I have the most fun is just kind of like going through and passing and just kind of seeing where I can end up. Sometimes I end up like seventh. I've ended up like this most recent one. I only ended up like 21st. Uh, but that was because I, you know, took off the driving line and everything. So, uh, but no, I, I'm enjoying my time with Forza Motorsport. Um, I've only done three campaigns so far, but like each campaign has about five races in it. And each race takes about 20 minutes because you have to do a practice and then you have to do the race. Yeah. So altogether, it takes about 20 minutes to do that. So like when you're talking about like, you're given a vehicle and then you have to kind of like go through that and entire campaign with that vehicle. You're looking at a good like hour and a half to two hours with that vehicle. So I've only gone through uh, uh, three so far. Uh, and then, and then other than that, the big one has just been uh Spider-Man. Cause I did dabble a little bit with uh, uh Mario wonder. So. Mm. Uh, I I played Mario Wonder as well. I got to the second world um, because I mainly focused on Spider-Man, but it's super good. It's one of those things where like me playing it is just like, I don't know, both of this and Spider-Man just give me like that sheer joy of video games feeling. And, and I agree in just such different ways. This just yeah. seems so like, like, 
I under I don't know if I want to spoil like what the wonder mechanic is exactly, but like now that I understand what it is, I'm kind of excited to you know get back in and just like go through each world and just kind of experience that. Yeah, so I mean, like that that has been in like the trailers and stuff. Like you get the wonder flowers and it alters the mm-hmm. stages in various ways. Um, and like those are cool. And like yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to spoil what happens specifically for people, right. but I mean it ranges from just like you know things get weird to things get really weird <laughs> so like all i will say is like at fun. one point like a character was kind of like like dancing and you're like okay yeah. like you never you you never really know what to expect some like some have been a little like okay that didn't really do anything for me yeah but, then, but like, some of them are some of them are very cool for sure you're like oh that's very cute that's very clever and i'm excited to just kind of experience like because i know one of them's gonna just blow me away and i'm yeah. excited to see which one that's gonna be so. um and i i think the thing that i like the most about it is it just it, it has so much personality, man. Like oh, yeah. Mario or whoever you're playing as their, their face emotes more than they ever have before. They're like smiling or like doing weird stuff or getting angry. Like what I think is like both really cool and really fucked up is when you're about to jump on an enemy's head, their expression changes. Like they're like, they're aware that they're going to get killed. <laughs> so like when you're about to jump on a Goomba's head, you see their expression change. You're like, Oh shit, that's kind of fucked up. Uh, yeah. And I think because it's not in the mushroom kingdom, it's in the flower kingdom. Um, they have made a lot of new enemy types. And so far the ones I had seen, I think have been like pretty interesting and really cool. Uh, and like add to like, you know, Mario games always do that weird shit where like we made this stage with this one off mechanic and you're like, uh, why would you do that? But also this is really cool. Like, yeah, this- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it always reminds me of, uh, oh God, what was that? Yarny? Yes. Uh, what- uh, whatever the two, the second one, the the co-op, the very last stage where we were doing that swinging, and it was like this is such a cool mechanic. This should have been in more of the game. Yeah, but like uh, several of the levels I've done so far have oh. had stuff like that, and I oh, was like, awesome. oh, I know this will never happen again, <laughs> mm. <laughs> just because Nintendo does that kind of shit. Um, I I have not played enough to like be as high on it as a lot of the reviews are, where people are like, it's the best 2D Mario since Mario World, or the best 2D since Yoshi's Island. Like, I I think it's very good, um, and it is very reminiscent of Mario World in that there are like secret exits to some of the stages uh, that are not necessarily like notated. Like each stage will tell you if you got to the top of the flagpole and if you found all the wonder seeds in it. Um, but like I have a couple stages where like if you're looking at them in the background, if you have everything, there'll be a check mark. I have a couple stages where I've gotten everything that it says, but there's no check mark. So like that means that there is an alternate exit I did not find or like okay, area. Um, so like a lot of the Mario games have not done that since Super Mario World, and I always liked that um, mechanic. Um, but yeah, it, it's cool. I would say the one thing that I still am not a huge fan of is the fact that the characters don't play any different like they have in previous games. Like they're just outside of Nabbit and Yoshi being like not taking damage from enemies like Peach, Luigi, Mario, Toad. Like they are all just like the same. So it's just whoever you want to play as aesthetically, I guess. 
Yeah, that really changed because, like, initially I chose Toad because mm-hmm. in Super Mario World or Super Mario 3D World, I always picked Toad because, like, he he always kind of played the most like Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, he just kind of like played a little heavier. Mm-hmm. And I so I picked Toad again, and then I was like, wait a minute, they all play the same. And when I play as like Toad, when he turns into the elephant, he just looks dead inside. <laughs> and I just. I was just like, I don't like the eyes on this elephant. <laughs> so then I switched to Luigi and I had like such a better time. And I was like, yeah, yeah this was this was a better choice. So. so, yeah, like I've been playing as Peach. She yeah, yeah. has like really cute voice lines and stuff. I think she looks so ridiculous as an elephant. Um, yeah. The So the only thing that is like different per character, and I guess this wouldn't matter for like a regular playthrough, but it might matter for speed runs is like there are hidden blocks that only show up when you are certain characters. So like, it's hard to explain because they're always there. So like, if you jumped up and a peach block is there, it will show the peach block, but they will like only permanently be there. If you are that character. I wonder if that's more of like a, like a four player, like co-op. Thing. Yeah, maybe. But like, it's one of those things where like there was a challenge stage and I just like jumped up a bunch and it was like, oh, these are Yoshi and Toad blocks as well. Uh, but just because I jumped, I, I found them and none of them are like, they don't, at least so far, none of them give me power ups or anything or like been super useful. So like, it's just a weird thing. I don't know. They're just like extra coin blocks for no reason that are like sort of hidden. Hmm. Maybe later on there are some where like, oh, like you'll grow a vine to get to a secret exit if you're that character or something. But because they all play the same, that doesn't seem like the kind of game they're going for, really. But I, I don't know. Um, the the last thing I'll talk about here is did you get far enough to get any of the like badges that like can kind of change the way you play? Uh, yeah, I played through most of the first world. Um... So you got the like wall jump one, probably. No, I got the second badge. I'm trying to remember what it, I I I played it the first day and I haven't touched it since. Okay. I'm, yeah. So like the the two there there are various ones. There are ones that give you like extra abilities. So like the first one you get is if you're in the air and you hold R, you kind of like have like a parachute to like slow right. descend. Uh, the second one that is a lot more meaningful is you can wall jump. Um, oh, see, I just unlocked that, and I, that's when I stopped. So okay. I guess. So, like, that one does add more to it. It just gives you more options. Uh, there are other ones that are, like, less, uh, you know, game-changing. Like, one of them is, oh, you'll always get a super mushroom at the beginning of a stage. Or, like, enemies will give you more coins, uh, things like that. So, they're not all going to be, like, game mechanic changing things but there will be those also uh they are never necessary except for in the stages that are challenges for them but the game automatically forces you to have that badge so it's not like Mm -hmm. you can fail if you don't equip the right badge or whatever um so yeah i don't know i i have tried not to watch any footage of this game because like you said i i would like to see the wonder seed things for myself um but i I'm excited for when I finish this. I think speed runs of it will be really cool because of just the way the badges work and things like that um, to try to get people through the levels faster. But yeah, it's neat. There are six worlds, which people were super butthurt about because normally Mario games have eight worlds. Uh, That complaint is stupid 
because these worlds all have way more stages than normal 2D Mario game worlds. And also there is like in between parts that are like the hub world that also have levels in it. So there are more than enough levels. So everyone can shut the fuck up about that. Um, but yeah, it's it's super neat. And it, it was getting very good reviews. Like just like Spider-Man, I think it's 90 or above still. Um, it's very cool. It's a good Mario game. I'm glad that it exists. I like it a lot so far. The little bit I've played it, I've had a smile on my face. Yeah, uh, same. The entire time. So. I just like playing the first stage. I just was like laughing and I was like, this is sick. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad this exists. This uh, is cute. This is clever. I can't wait to get into this. And on the other hand, I played Spider-Man 2 and I started laughing out loud and said to myself out loud, this is so sick. Oh, In the beginning, yeah. like when you jump out of that first cutscene and you're just supposed to start swinging, I was like, this game fucking rips. I've, oh God. So how how much have you played of this game? How far are you into this product, Spider-Man 2? I am six hours in. Okay. I have been just kind of kind of meandering and doing some of the side quests because even the side quests are meaningful. Like I did this one where this like old man was lost, like, and I just kind of had to like go find him and like, and then you just kind of sit down on a bench and just like he just kind of tells you his like life story a little bit. And I was like, God, this was just like a just like side quest that was just like it just kind of felt meaningful, you know. I I don't know if you've did did anything like that? Uh, I did that quest specifically. I mean, I've yeah. done many more things than you. I've, uh, for, I've played for sixteen hours so far. Yeah, uh, I, but like, but like, so far, have you noticed that a lot of the side quests do feel like they're meaningful in that way? So it depends. the The ones that are that that are like literally side quests, they're denoted by the blue Spider Man face on the map. Right. Those ones are all like that. Uh, there are other ones that I have done that I will not say what happened in because I think you specifically as a fan of these games will like get a lot out of them. Like they'll be good for you. Okay. Uh, they're they're They've all been cool so far. All those ones um, I have really enjoyed. Uh, yeah. They revealed a I like one of them. They revealed like a character is now a super now they're involved in this stuff. So it's like, Oh, cool. Of course. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. This game is so cool. Uh, the like larger side things, I guess I won't spoil because you probably haven't seen some of them, but I was really excited for most of the game because there were no side missions where you have to like get gold medals or anything like there were in the previous games. And then when they unlocked, I was like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> but they were not as hard as they were in the previous games, like not even close. Okay, like, good. do you remember the traversal ones? Yeah, those, those were... are fucking brutal. There are not those. Uh... At least uh, so far, there's not much side stuff left for me to unlock. So it, most of the ones that you can get gold medals on have to do with combat. And they're much less difficult than previously. Like the ones in the previous games, especially Miles Morales, that were a lot more brutal were the traversal ones and the stealth ones. And they have neither of those. So Okay, good. Um, those, I, those stealth ones were tough. Too. They are. But it, yeah, basically, it's just like combat ones. And mm -hmm. as far as I can tell, you don't even have to get the golds to get like a trophy. So mm -hmm. I, I did because I'm a sicko. But um <laughs> Yeah, so I, I have completed most of the side tasks in the game at, at, that exist right wow. now where I am. Um, I don't know what the percentage counter is, if it is the percentage I am through the story or the percentage total, but I'm at 57%. Um, 
yeah, and so I'm 16 hours in. I think the plot is so so good. It is so oh, it is so okay. so good. Okay, okay. Yeah, I good. I fucking love this game, dude, and I can't wait to see what happens at the end because it's one of those things where like <clears throat> what goes on is like it's been told in Spider-Man movies there it's like a common thing. You know what I mean? Like yes. people generally know how this plays out, but because it is normal Spider-Man combined with Miles Morales. It like can't be the way it normally plays out. You know what I mean? Well, and just like I'm, it's kind of one of those cases where I'm still at the point where, okay, what I I just discovered Harry has superpowers. Like obviously yes. I knew that, but like yeah. he didn't. And like I'm just like at the point where like I know. Obviously, I know that that's going to transfer over to Pete and then he's going to have that. I'm just kind of curious of like how that's going to happen at this point. I'm excited to see that. Happen. Oh, so you that will, you, know, you and, will enjoy. Uh, so, that, but, so the thing you know, that I think is fucking crazy is like I legitimately do not know what is going to happen in the next couple ooh. story missions of this game. Whereas like normally you'd be like, oh, like I think this is going to happen. But there is like a character that hasn't even been introduced yet, despite the fact that I'm halfway through the story that like, I don't know. I don't know. And that's so sick to me. Like, or just the fact that like, I, something, Oh, miles, the story is going to be so good in the end. I am very excited. It just, the whole thing, all the characters are so good. They're so well done. And I, it blows my mind because like, they also brought in characters that were in the DLC for the original Spider-Man that I didn't play. Um, and so like seeing those characters is really cool. There are so many characters, so many. And like, I, I can't believe that they have done this game. I cannot believe that it exists and it looks as good as it does when they do close-ups of those Spider-Man suits. Every single time my brain just says, Look at the money on the screen. <laughs> I can feel it. You can see the fucking like individual threads on the uh, fucking suit. Like it's out of control how good it looks. It is bananas. I, it is bananas. I love it. I love it, but I can't use any of the suits because I'm just like, this isn't Spider-Man. Like same. I can't, I, I, I'm doing I'm doing the same thing. When I, I unlock the suits, I'm like, this is the sickest suit I've ever seen, but it's not I what's in the story. It. Can't use it. Yeah. I'll do it when the game is over, and I yes, probably won't have anything else to do at that point because of the way I play games. But yeah, uh, it just it all the suits are super cool. The fact that you can there's uh, so many things to upgrade. Yeah. There are so many things well, so to like, upgrade the suits, and level the, up. And... The suits are cool. The fact that you can get the it, color variants for almost all the suits. There are some you can't, but there it denotes that to you. Um, so you buy the suit, and then if it has the color variants, you can do that. So there's even more customization on that front. You can upgrade the suit stuff. And I think they're called suit abilities, which is basically like the damage you do the health, health you have, uh, focus how focus bar. works, and then traversal, excuse me, traversal stuff. Uh, then there is just like the uh, skill trees, your, which... Well, then there's also your your bots and like all your mechanics, like uh, yeah, your items that you have, yep. the gadgets. Uh, and yeah, just like, oh God, it feels so fucking sick. The, the <laughs> whole thing, I still, uh, like Peter... 
because Miles has his electrical abilities, they had to give Peter similar abilities. So he has the like weird mechanical spider legs that come out of his back uh, for his abilities. And then I guess obviously people probably know that when he gets the symbiote suit, there are symbiote abilities. Well, like the thing is that was in like it was in the trailers, yeah. But I was in the original marketing. I so my thing in Miles Morales, the reason I liked playing as Miles more than Peter was because he just feels so strong, like he is beating the shit out of these guys with these venom powers and whatever. Dude, when you are in that venom suit, you don't even get it. Because of the way okay. the PS5 <laughs> controller works, it feels like you're fucking killing these guys. Like, it feels so sick. And when he hits them, you're just like, yeah, I felt that. Like, he rocked that guy. And it's so cool to play as. Um, so that's really cool. I The use of the haptic feedback in the controller in this game is buck-ass wild. And it's one of those things where, like... It, Miles Morales is the reason that I was originally excited about the PS5 in that it used the SSD in the way that games should use the SSD, where it takes you roughly 10 seconds from launching the game to be in the game in Miles Morales. And this is the same. You launch it 10 seconds maximum. You're fucking on that screen. You push X, you're in the game. Uh, Fast travel it seems impossible when it happens. Mm. Like I cannot describe it to you. You put the cursor on the part of the map, you hold triangle for like a second, and then you are just transported to exactly where the cursor was on the map in such mm. a seamless way that it is, it, it feels impossible. It feels, I don't even think I've unlocked it. Unlocked. You have to, travel, you have yeah. to do a certain amount of things in each district to unlock fast travel to that district. And mm. it's not even necessarily worth it because you want to be swinging around to get the collectibles it, and stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't have any interest but in it. At, at a certain point, you probably will be like, that's literally on the other side of the map. And I just would like to be over there. And it, it is instantaneous. It's fucking crazy. Um, so like the SSD stuff works for this, but also just the really sick haptic stuff that the PlayStation five controller can do that most games don't utilize at all. This game is like cranked up to 11, man. It feels so cool. The haptics are happening when you're walking, when you're swinging everything. And it feels so cool and good at all times. The game has this one mechanic where you're like having to like balance, like the pressure points on the two triggers and like mm-hmm. holding the triggers. And I'm like, Oh, this is a neat mechanic that other games are going to copy to hell. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm like, this is fine in this game, but I am not looking forward to the 10th game <laughs> doing this mechanic. And that, that's literally what I'm thinking about when yeah. I'm doing this. Uh, uh, but like, it is cool that they came up with like something new with the haptics. It is. Uh, so I will tell you one thing, because I know that you are you liked it a lot, just like I did. Do you remember spray painting in Infamous? Uh, yes, I think about that. I think about it all the time. <laughs> there is a spray painting thing in this where you have to shake the controller. And to me, nothing will feel better than those Infamous games. Like that shit was so wild. But it it like it made me feel this a similar way where I was like, Oh hell yeah. You shake it to, you know, get the can. And then you, when oh. you're holding the trigger, it just feels like you're painting. It's so sick. 
Uh, I don't know. I just liked shaking it and just like yeah. the noise that came out of the PlayStation. Which control. that happens. Oh, no. And I was like, fuck right, yeah, dog. Right. Like, this shit rules. And it was only for one side quest, but I was like, this is worth it. And I, shit, dude. Uh, yeah. And like the, all of the side stuff, a lot of the collectibles, once you have gotten them all, they lead to like meaningful things. Uh, so that's neat. I won't really spoil any of those. The one that you have probably unlocked is the Sandman ones. Yes. Yeah. So like that, I think leads to a very good emotional payoff. Uh, but there are other ones that I think also work very good. Uh, an unlockable uh, collectible that you probably won't see for a very long time. I just collected the last one, and I like literally. I I cannot wait to turn the game back on and see what it is pointing me to. Because okay. it's going to be so fucking cool. And it's it's one of those things where I just... It's my dream for Insomniac to be making Marvel games. Like, just continue to make these Marvel games. It It is wild. The, the fact that Avengers Tower is there and all that stuff. The fact that they're making a Wolverine game. Like, they can make a sick Marvel universe. Let them do it. I want to play Wolverine so bad. I want to see that shit. Like, this game is so good. I cannot fucking wait to see that because as someone who collects and reads X-Men, that game is my dream. It is, like, fucking finally. Which is not fair because prior to this, there were good Spider-Man games, but, like, not that many. And there were good X-Men games, like X-Men Legends, X-Men Legends 2, to a lesser extent, the Wolverine Origins. People really liked that. I did not play that, but, like finally this is this is the shit that i've waited forever for like i the fact that this game I, the fact that they are making wolverine like i i cannot stress to you enough as an x-men fan how fucking excited i am for that game it you really need to play um guardians of the galaxy yes and i would like to play guardians of the galaxy as well but like it, because my marvel thing is x-men like I no, I know. I, I can't I, even. I can't. Even. I I know. Like they're they're making that game for you. I know. Like it, I've asked for this game literally my whole life, and oh. it's fucking it's fucking finally happening. And the fact that it is happening from Insomniac, who has made these three Spider-Man games, and like this is, this is one of the best trilogies in video games. I can like confidently. Oh say yeah, that. and I just oh everything about this game. I I I cannot gush about it enough. Like it just it makes you feel like you are a superhero. You well, not just I'm oh. invested in these ca- like the oh, characters, yeah. and not just Spider Man. I'm invested in Peter, and I'm invested in what's going on in Miles' life. Like like, and they're doing such a good job of making it like very clear that they they're both struggling with this whole yes. like superhero life balance that like it almost feels like pete's like he just doesn't want to be spider-man anymore so i'm just like i'm really curious where that's gonna go with the story like oh like i'm so excited for for this yeah i i cannot wait to see what the conclusion of this game is i have a feeling that they are going to make me cry again oh so like i i feel it i feel it coming I know that Whoa. something horrific is going to happen and I feel it and I cannot wait because it just, it, I'm so invested in everything that is happening. I'm invested in all the characters. The fact that, like you said, even the side missions are like, mm-hmm. Whoa, we just yeah, learned about it, this old guy's life. There's another one that I like legitimately cheered up at. I was like, Holy fuck, dude, this is not to dude video games. Huh? 
yeah, it just it, it's it and what I loved about that that old man one, there was no combat. It was just oh, like literally yeah. just like just like go find a man and then the conclusion was just like watch a cutscene of like you as my I was as Miles. I don't know who you were playing for that cutscene. Uh I believe I was Peter in that, but it, it, some it, of them make you be a person. I Yeah. I feel like I was Peter in that, but I don't remember if it I I, I definitely can say I was Miles and like I'm just like sitting there as Miles as like he's just kind of telling his life story of like you know where he met his like his wife for this and how he was like his knees were shaking and it, it was just like a very believable story that you just hear any old man tell i just you know it's those little things that just make this game feel yeah. like real and world there like, there was the one that i'm specifically thinking about that made me almost just like straight cry was i was peter and i'm pretty sure it makes you be peter because i don't think it would make sense fewer miles okay. uh it just there was no combat in that either and it was like it was sick um so that that one was really good and there was another one that i did last night that i was like wow this is kind of crazy uh it peter goes into a flashback and you like play as young peter doing something and i was like this actually is so cool like i i uh, did that mission as well yeah yeah it's uh, yeah um, man. It's one of those things where people are always like, yeah, I don't know how Sony developers like unlock the potential of the platform. Spider-Man 2 is that game, man, where I just look at it and I'm like, people can't do this. Like other other developers literally can't do this on this hardware. Like it's, it, I don't understand it because they have the secret Sony insider shit. Like it's, insomniac it's, fucking figured it out this time before naughty dog did like, well, in I, fairness, in fairness, naughty dog just hasn't released a game on this platform. So that's on them. I know, but I still feel like no matter what comes after this, this will be like when people are like, Hey man, like what's the quintessential like PS five game. It probably to me will always be the same. <coughs> mm. Because it just like it shows off what the platform can do and right. why we should not continue to have PS4 slash PS5 games. Uh, it looks in like beyond incredible. I I still when it zooms in on their suits, dude. I'm just like, holy fuck! Like video games don't look like this normally. Um. Oh, and, and like just even in the main story when you like complete a mission as Peter or Miles and then it like flies the camera across the city to mm -hmm. the other Spider-Man. It's like that shit's impossible. What just occurred there, the technology that did that should not work. And I'm sure that they are doing like the wildest fucking tricks ever. Oh, my God. You wouldn't have done this mission yet. So, you know, in Ratchet and Clank, where when you would go through the rifts, there would be like... There was a mission where I was like as Miles and I was like going through rifts. Okay, so you did this mission then. But in Ratchet and Clank, it still took a second. Where yeah. it was like there was a little bit of a transition. There's no transition in this game. It's instantaneous. Yes. There's, there's no fucking transition. And it's mm -hmm. just one of those things where it's like this is the future like we <laughs> video games could be this i did think that the end of that mission was a little weird 
Oh yeah, because like, because like, unless you know Marvel, like that would not make that sense would not to make you. sense. Yes, and that was another one where I was like, let them make this. Let's <laughs> just let them do it all. Let them fucking let them loose, please. I, so what you're saying is, I I would happily play a um, Doctor Strange game oh, from them. I would play a Doctor Strange game, and like thinking about it, like it's one of those things where usually developers will try to like stay away from those other Marvel franchises that could exist in the same world. Like, especially if you played the ones like on the GameCube for like Hulk and uh, Spider-Man two, like they would not have like the fantastic four tower or Avengers tower in there. But like in this game specifically, and even in the last ones, you, uh, they would have in the previous ones, they had you take a picture of Matt Murdoch's law office. Right. Right. They had you take a picture of Doctor Strange's place. I can't think what the fuck it's called. The uh, mystery or something. I, 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 I can't remember what their, their house in New York City is called. I climbed right. the Fantastic Four Tower in this game. I climbed the Avengers Tower in this game. Uh, there are ref- very, very overt references to Black Panther in this game. Uh, in one of the previous games, they had you take a picture of charles xavier's institute for gifted children you know what i mean like they're not pretending like the other marvel things don't exist in this world sure does that get a little weird when like at the end of spider-man one when like the whole city is taken over how is no one else helping yes uh but like it's just one of those things where like other those other heroes exist in this world too and i think that's a really cool thing I mean that pretty much confirms that I think the the whatever they're doing with uh, uh, Wolverine, I think it'll be connected. In some oh way. yeah, I, I think it. I think it will too. Um, and I, I now just in my brain, I keep thinking of so many little things that happen in this game. When you go to the random crimes, sometimes other characters or the other Spider Man will be there, and you do like the sickest team attacks i've ever seen and then at the end the character will stand there and you can like high five them or fist bump them if you do the prompt and there is one character who in the story refuses to fist bump spider-man that still happens if you go up to them and you do the prompt they leave them hanging oh i I think i know exactly (laughs) who the character is and i tried it like multiple times and i thought it was so good uh, that it does that. There was one thing last night, actually, that I, I talked to my girlfriend about, and I was like, man, they thought of everything in this game except this, and I felt so weird. There was a mission where they were like, we can't find Mary Jane. Where's Mary Jane? And then I completed Sandman's side quest, and she called, and I was like, well, I feel like we should have thought about that, where she shouldn't mm. be able to call me in this situation, but like, that's just a one-off thing where like I feel like they thought of everything. Uh, sure. for interactions in this game to the point where it's like kind of fucking wild uh, it's, it is oof, it's it's so great and like the thing that breaks my heart is I'm playing things and like I know Pete lost his job but now Pete's got this new job things are looking so good for him and I'm like oh things are gonna fall apart <laughs> this is gonna be rough i'm so sorry yeah it, things are about to get really bad <laughs> and it's it's also what i think is really cool to me is a lot of this story does more focus on peter despite the fact that miles is there 
like a lot of the stuff that happens with Miles, there have been really important emotional moments with Miles, but a lot of it feels like less world endy, if that makes sense. Like he's got to write a college essay or like his mom is a councilwoman who is asking him to like help with these tasks around Harlem or whatever. I know it will pay off because I trust in Insomniac that there will be some fucking character defining moment that happens in this game that will blow my fucking brain open because that's what happened at the end of Miles Morales, the game as well. Like that whole, that whole shit, like they know how to tell emotional stories and I cannot wait for the payoff. Just like I know, same as you, I know Peter's life is going to fall apart in a horrific, Mm -hmm. awful way, probably. But I want to see it, dude, because then in the end, they'll come back and they'll be stronger and it'll be sick and they'll team up and it'll escape. Yeah. And this is just one of those cases where they're not really telling any like crazy story. It's just it's just a story that's told well. And I'm invested in these characters. I I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to keep playing this game. Oh, there's just like we're both, I think, just like it. But here's the thing. I want to take my time with it. I don't want to rush. Oh, I this. can't. I can't. I like <laughs> as soon as I started playing it, I was like, oh, maybe I should like switch off every couple hours and play Mario Wonder. And then I was like, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I have because I know what's going to happen is that like I'm going to see some spoiler or like someone's going to say something and I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, I didn't see that yet. Or like. You know what I mean? Like, not even necessarily like side missions or whatever, but like main plot stuff. And I just, I'm so worried about that. Also, I really want to play Alan Wake on Friday. (laughs) I just think it's funny because your plan was like, yeah, I'm just going to play through Mario and then I'll play Spider-Man. And you're like, no, that all fell apart. And I just played Spider-Man the whole time. Basically, (laughs) yes. That is what happened. (laughs) Uh and it's it's not like any shade on Mario Wonder. Like I think no, it's a it's... really good game, but it's it's a different game. It's like a much different thing. Like no one can spoil Mario Wonder for me. You know what I mean? Like hey, at the end, surprise, they're gonna beat Bowser. So like I I don't know. It's more the journey of Mario Wonder that's gonna get me there. And Spider Man Two, like God, I just the we, combat there's makes there me is so happy. Every time oh I punch God. a guy, there are, I'm like, let's punch this guy. Please. There are combat sequences where I don't touch the ground and it feels so good. I know. Oh, it just feels so good. You're in the air the whole time. Yeah. And oh. I just, I have a combat modifier that makes it so that I do more damage without touching the ground, staying mm. in the air. And it's like, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's and, okay. It's exactly what well, I wanted. I will say this. I okay. have not even gotten to the really crazy scene that they showed in the PlayStation State of Play yet. What is that? You don't remember when they're the lizard? No. You didn't watch that State of Play? Where Peter and Miles are fighting the lizard? I think I remember watching like part of it. And then, like, when they showed, like, combat, I stopped watching because I didn't really want, like, a lot of... Okay, well, so in that, that seems to be, like, one of the main action set pieces of the game. I have not gotten there yet. Still. I just also, like, since we're gushing about this game, 
they have portrayed the hunter as like the most badass person i am i'm just you like have i'm just like I'm, nothing I, I'm, so, I'm so terrified of this man and peter has no idea what he's walking craven is a fucking about. psycho <laughs> he's a beast oh my oh. god when he did the scorpion it's oh, oh my god when he boy. Did the scorpion. there are there are things later where you're like walking through their bases yeah. and it's just like yeah he killed this person he killed this person mm. and you're like what? He can do that? It, he's fucking, he's a psycho. It's crazy. And he's so strong, dude. He's, it's I know. Crazy. There was a scene where he like punches Peter like straight through like three concrete walls. <laughs> and you're like, excuse me? You can just do that? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, but I also, I do, I, it's so crazy because. I didn't play any of the DLC for the first game, did you? No, I should have. So yeah, like, like uh, they introduced like Black Cat, Yuri, uh, Tombstone, I believe was the villain uh, throughout that whole thing because uh, I think it all connected together at the end. But like all three of those characters are in this game and like I think they're done super well. Black Cat's model is another one where I was like, dude, video games, I don't. How are video games this good looking? I don't understand. Her model specifically was like, this shit's fucking crazy and like the reflective surface of her jumpsuit is like this is impossible but yeah there, I, there are so many characters in this game and there like aren't any that I'm like oh this person's model like kind of sucks but like every single one of them looks wildly incredible and I, I just don't know how they do it I don't know how they do it yeah everyone looks and unique you know like it i think that's the big thing is just like everyone just like has their own very unique look and i I do appreciate that it Um, it does it it feels like they took the time and just like made all these characters i don't so i if people want to like see how graphically good this game looks the digital foundry video on it is like 20 minutes long and it doesn't really spoil anything it's uh it's it's buck wild what they have done with the graphics in this game. Um, the way ray tracing works, you can't even turn it off uh, at all. Every single mode has ray tracing in it. So performance quality, there is like a weird 40 frames per second mode that actually is like super, super impressive. Um, yeah. The, the way ray tracing reflections work on buildings, the way that stuff still shows up in the building uh, it has to be one of the like most technologically advanced things I've ever seen in a video game. Um, the the amount of people and cars in the city compared to the previous game is fucking nutso when you see direct comparisons or they do a lot of direct comparison shots of like the same part of the city, but the amount of detail in Spider-Man 2 is so that much vastly improved that it is... I, I just everything about this game makes me feel like it's impossible and that is the coolest thing ever and the fact that it's not just like a technical showpiece but the fact that it feels good to play and like has a really great story that i am super enjoying too is like everything comes together to be awesome and i i cannot stress this enough this year in video games is broken I I don't like the fact that Baldur's Gate three and this game and like tears of the kingdom and probably Alan Wake two, all these games came out in the same year is like, it's not so to me. I just your fucking rules. 
I, oh, God. Whew, yeah, man. And it's not even over. We still have Alan Wake. We, yeah. I, that, and that, you've seen that game's graphics? Holy fuck. I know. I know. Well, what I think is funny oh. about that game is because Remedy also uses FMV in it. A lot of the scenes I'm looking at, and I'm like, "Is that FMV? Like, is, is this FMV or is this the game? Because if this is the game, then uh, holy sweet Jesus!" Um, and then there are times where like I think that's FMV, and it's like, "Oh, well, maybe not." Yeah, and um, there was one of the trailers where they were like, "No, this is in-game footage," and I was like, "No, it, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it is not." Uh. Uh, that game is going to look incredible, though. The minimum PC spec is, like, buck wild. You have to have a minimum of an RTX 2060 to... That's the minimum requirement, and that is, like, a super powerful graphics card. So so coming to Switch later this year. Yeah, coming to Switch. <laughs> Actually, you know what I think is crazy? It'll probably never come to Steam because uh, Epic, Epic funded it. Yeah. So... That's that's weird. Um, oh man, I can't wait to play Alan Wake. I also cannot wait to beat Spider Man, and then I'll get to keep playing Mario Wonder. What are you gonna do after that? After I beat Alan Wake? Yeah. Uh, well, two indie games that I am very excited for come out in November. So okay. Uh, one of them I kickstarted. It's called Small Saga. It's a turn-based RPG where you play as a mouse and also a squirrel. Um, and then uh, another game finally is getting released called Knuckle Sandwich. That the combat is basically like WarioWare. Okay. Uh, and that's a weird game for weird people like me. So uh, that's cool. Uh, also, Wario actual WarioWare <laughs> is the answer. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Super Mario. There's a remake of Super Mario RPG coming out. Ah! Oh yeah, that, that that's coming out too. Ah! <laughs> Many. Yeah. Ah! Oh, oh, and of course that that uh, pin pin. Oh, Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, <laughs> we're both definitely looking forward to Avatar. Yeah, I'm not gonna play that, but I'm glad that people seem to think it looks pretty good. So it just looks like Far Cry. It does, if but that, there's blue people. It, in my that view. looks good. Are you sure? <sighs> now that Star Wars game does look kind of cool, but that's not this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what I think is crazy is like two of my most anticipated games period come out very early in 2024 like the second part of the Final Fantasy 7 remake and Yakuza 8 like are you fucking kidding me also like I, for me Prince of Persia is in January which that looks awesome yeah it, the Persona 3 remake is in mm. January also like I okay those <laughs> like that's that's insane like, pretty much, I bet that either Yakuza 8 or Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth will be my game of the year next year. And those both come out in the first two months. Oh, man. So. I'm not even thinking about next year. Well, that, like, that's I don't what, even know what I, my that, game that, of the see, year that's, is That's what, that's what I'm year. saying, is like, this year I have no idea what my game of the year would be right yeah, now. It's... Because I still have to beat Baldur's Gate 3. But... The fact that those games come out in the first 60 days of 2024, I like, I can't even imagine it. My, uh, I'm so hype. Also, they're all, games are all $70 now. Mm. That's the moral of the story. 
<laughs> I don't think that is the moral of the story. That just like became the moral of the story. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's all I have. Spider-Man 2 is fucking tight, and I uh, like to play it more. Controversial opinion, we both think Spider-Man 2 is a pretty good game. Yes. We also think Mario Wonder is a pretty good game, yeah. too. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. It's, it's, it's uh, fine. It's all right. It, <laughs> it has its moments. It has its It does moments. for sure have its moments. That I, I yes, 100%. It's got pretty good combat. It does. Uh, that is, and you know what? I played it on PlayStation Five, and the frame rate never dropped once. Uh, same. And and crazy shit happened on that screen, and it never dropped. Yeah, there and were I, also parts. Know, I think that in that game where I was like, "Is my PS Five going to catch on fire?" Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I and Spider Man, I haven't heard any issues. Spider Man oh. came out, and it's just like working day one, which I feel like. It's sad that we have to praise that, but like actually both games, Mario Wonder and Spider-Man. Like, yeah, I had like one bug in Spider-Man and it was like a really bizarre one that I still don't quite understand. You know the yeah, I mean, you, you, do. you know the four like the abilities like the how they're like in the circles but the like for you know yes. hold L1 yeah. push whatever. For some yes. reason half of each circle was gone. Oh. And then when I like went into the menu and came back, it was normal. But I was just like that. That was really weird. And I, d- I don't understand like what caused it. And it didn't impede me in any way. It was just weird. So it's my bug. I those those Sandman missions where you, I got to the point where I had the uh, the gem in my hand that I have to break or the rock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it like cut to this like different camera angle and I couldn't break the rock. Oh. So then I had to do like a restart checkpoint and just like redo that entire fight. And it was fine. I don't know. Yeah. Whereas like th- those are just weird things, but I, yeah. Miles Morales broke on me on the PS five in like spectacular fashion several times. So, Oh, I remember that was like really broken for you. And look at like now they, their game comes out and it's like perfect. So yeah. I mean, like it, during the Prowler boss fight, my PS five literally like hard <laughs> shut off crashed right when I beat it. And there were a couple other times where, like, the game just, like, killed the PS5. So. <laughs> I think I remembered, like, that. Yes, you were. Because that was, like, your first experience with the PS5, and it just kept crashing. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, my God, is this, like, breaking my PS5? Or is my PS5 broken? And I was very concerned. But it turns out that happened to most people. So it was just sort of fucked up. Um, but with that, that's going to do it for our podcast this week. I think, um, oh, I get to, I get to talk about Alan Wake too next time, man. I know. Mm, Got to solve the mystery. Um, so yeah, uh, as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. Uh, I'm going to go check out Spider-Man 2 some more now myself <laughs> yeah, i don't know if you can count that as checking out at this point uh you know <laughs> just dabbling just, dab, just dabbling casual casual, casual yeah, dab. casually getting in there <laughs> with the spider-man um casually playing 30 hours in one weekend yeah, just I mean, a whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yeah i will be back in two weeks we'll continue to talk about uh, this uh, game and uh yeah, yeah. yeah. all right see ya, see ya.